okay, everybody's got a fucking podcast. I mean, we have a podcast, so obviously anyone can do it. Wait, this is a podcast? Are you recording right now? Technical difficulties. No, you don't have to say anything. I'm going to edit it out. Technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. I put mayonnaise on a pickle. It was not uh, the best, but it might have been the worst. Do I see? I mean, my feet stink, right? Yeah. Yep, there it is. Go team. Go team. Jason. There. Grindhouse. Overall, like the series, the, well, the two part, whatever. It was it was a fun ride. It was interesting. Yeah. It it built me up to it. I'm glad I did Death Proof first and then into Planet Terror. I felt like that that set me up good. Yeah. Excuse me. Got a little burp there. Um. Yeah, I like that. Uh, they, they they don't really establish an order, so you can watch them whatever. I guess I think in a lot of a lot of premieres when I was looking at it was Planet Terror than Death Proof, which doesn't make a lot of sense because they just everything with uh, the referencing of Jungle Julia on the radio and Planet Terror is like well that already happened and then if you think like Death Proof can't happen after yeah Planet Terror because the world ended because the world's over yeah <laughs> so whatever. Uh, so I, that's yeah, that was my suggestion. Watch Death Proof first. Yeah, I can because I think that's how it works. That definitely worked out better for me. Yeah, because um, we have some recurring characters such as uh, Sheriff Earl McGraw, who's been in Kill Bill and I think Dust Till Dawn too, and I want to say he's in something else, but he's in these two. Um, so kind of a recurring character in the Tarantino universe. Right. Tarantino-verse. Slash, slash the Tarantino Rodriguez-verse. Because Dusk Till Dawn is technically, I think... I think the second one is Rodriguez's movie. Okay. If I remember right, but... I don't know. I'm open to being wrong. Emails. Tell us. Tell us I'm wrong. Nice. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to stop doing that. Because like, I'm going to just let you... If you want to do it, like I'll give you the freedom to be like, yeah, right here. But like me... Um, I, I got to tell you, the eight seconds it takes for me to plant text in and put an animation on it, it's really killing me. Oh, well, shit. I'm just going to start throwing them everywhere. All right. Well, right here is... I have a day job. Come on. <laughs> no. Um, so, yeah. Um, going into this one... I mean, it's October. That's why I put this in October. Two-parter. Um, you know, Tarantino said this is kind of his version of slasher. I like a good slasher movie. I don't like legitimate horror, horror, you know, like, I don't know, you know, conjuring so, and stuff like that. So like, I don't you like don't like real... to be scared more so just like the repulsed and like, oh shit, that could happen kind of thing or part of a movie to me is the fact that at least this type of movie is that's so ridiculous that whatever you know like with halloween it's like okay there's not a guy who goes around and kills people with a knife i mean there is that's not the part that i'm saying there is look it up <laughs> there's not a guy that no matter how many times you shoot him in the head catch him on fire you know <laughs> just pierce his body a bunch of times there's, well no all you have to do no is go to a that, stunt team give him like ten fifteen thousand dollars they death proof you oh interesting and you're set yeah okay uh, there's not a guy like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> there's not a guy that chases you around in your dreams and kills you 
you know, there's not a, a kid that drowned in a lake that comes around and, you know, murders you with a machete. Like, it's just... Sure. Well, it was his mom in the first one. It was. Yes. There's Durant. definitely moms that run around and kill people. Yes, but then she died and there's no return of her. Yeah. So. Anyhow. The ridiculous part of it. I like that sort of thing. Because mm-hmm. it know? makes it feel far away and not going to happen. Whereas... I'm not sure how I feel about ghosts, and I'm pretty sure there's ghosts, you know? So, stuff like conjuring and other kind of stuff, you hear a creak in the house late at night, and you go, the fuck's that? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes I'm like, oh yeah, there could definitely be ghosts or something, but then I watched one of like the, the shows where they were doing like a ghost hunt thing, and they were on like a bridge, and he's like, fuck you, ghosts! Like, he's just like talking mad shit at the ghosts, and obviously nothing happens there. So I'm like, you know what, if he can get away with it, like maybe if there's ghosts, there's not that kind of ghosts that are just gonna immediately retaliate and i mean there's definitely bad there's some bad shit i mean you read you read around enough granted you kind of take everything with a grain of salt but i don't know i i'm not fucking around with no ghost shit i mean i think those ghost hunter guys are typically leave the ouija board yeah leave that you leave that in the car okay yeah don't bring that in here i got one under my bed actually well you know to each his own man yeah yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, that's enough about ghosts. (laughs) So the whole concept for this series, the whole being under the grindhouse, uh, veil is, uh, so the, I took this right from Wikipedia. Uh, the idea for grindhouse came to Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino when Tarantino set up screenings of double features in his house, complete with trailers, uh, before and in between the films. During one screening in 2003, Rodriguez noticed that he owned the same double feature poster as Tarantino for the 1957 films Drag Strip Girl and Rock All Night. Uh, Rodriguez asked Tarantino, I always wanted to do a double feature. Hey, why don't you direct one and I'll do the other? Tarantino quickly replied, and we've got to call it Grindhouse. So, and they did legitimate fake trailers for these. Uh, They were... And two of them got turned into real movies. The ones that were just remained fake trailers were Werewolf Woman of the SS, Don't, and Thanksgiving. And the two that were made into actual movies were Machete, Heard of It, yep. Danny Trail, right? And Hobo with a Shotgun, which I had not heard of uh, until recently. I was just kind of going through some HBO Max stuff. And I was like, Hobo with a Shotgun? I put it on my list. I haven't watched it. Uh, but yeah. So that's fun. You Machete guy? You're not Machete guy. I haven't yeah. seen it, no, but I do like the fact that he's, like, the same person in every movie ever. Yeah. Um, and just a fun fact, I think Robert Rodriguez does most of his original scores for the movie. I know he did that in, at least in this, and uh, <laughs> so Kill Bill 2, he had asked, I know this is kind of just redundant because we did Kill Bill at one point, but... He did the score for Kill Bill 2 for okay. Tarantino. He was like, let me do, let me do a, score, a score for you. And if you hate it, like, whatever, I'll just... He's like, I'll just do it for free. Because if nothing else, it's just good practice for me. Sure. And he's like, you should just have a score done for you. You know, like, you should have that. And Tarantino's like, okay. So, he, you know, he has a lot of that. Kind of the more Spanish-sounding, like, flamenco stuff in that yeah. movie. And... Uh, He's got. He's definitely got a certain sound to his art, his uh, his music. Yeah, it's cool when you can tell guitarists apart just by the <laughs> different styles like, they oh, yeah. use. You're like, oh, that's Slash. That's it. That kind of stuff, you know. 
Um, yeah, so, yeah, Dr. Dakota Block is the other current character. I did I did Earl McGraw, and then I just kind of <laughs> tailed off of that current character thing. You're good. Uh, Jungle Julia is recurring just in the way that she's mentioned on the radio in Planet Terror. Um, just as a, as a tribute. And uh, I wonder what happened. There's the twins, the evil twins. Uh, they're in the bar. Kind of, they're like around the bar. Yeah. You see them outside as you first come up to the Texas Chili Parlor, where most of the shit goes down for the first group of girls. Yeah. I was thinking maybe they weren't like 21, so it's like they couldn't go in and drink. But then I was like, but they also served barbecue, so it wouldn't have been weird. So I was like, right. what? what are they doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so there's that, and so yeah, the Evil Twins, Jungle Julia, Doctor Dakota Block, Sheriff Earl McGraw, and I think that was it. Yeah. Uh, chronologically, we did Death Proof first, and that's why it's part one. And yeah, oh, and Greg Nicotero did the effects stuff for both of these movies, which is cool. Yeah. Because uh, Walking Dead, heard of it? No. Okay. Yeah. Awkward. Very awkward. <laughs> um, so, this is a very dialogue-heavy movie. Um, what did you think? What did you think of that? So, I didn't really care for it at first, um, but then eventually I started to fall in love with Jungle Julia. Hmm. Um, just the way she talked, like her mannerisms, just the sound of her voice. It makes sense that she was like a radio DJ kind of person, because I feel like that's a person I could listen to. Yeah. Um, but like it, I think I just once I got used to it, it was fine. Like once I knew that this was going to be something like dialogue heavy, we're supposed to kind of get in like and feel something for these people. It's like the more they talk, interact with each other, we learn a little bit of backstory, like what they're doing. Um, kind of helped me get like a little bit attached to them, and then start to get worried once I knew that like obviously the oh shit had to have been coming. Yes. Um, so I felt like it did a good job of that, but the dialogue definitely like. It lasted a long time. I mean, I think we spent almost an hour with these girls, right? That's why I'm kind of so... Like, I was kind of not so hot about the dialogue. Because if you think about a lot of movies, that you, most like two-hour movies, right? Like, for example, these fucking Bond films we're going through. <laughs> they spend this whole first hour kind of setting up. And then you're like, oh, now all this... Like, you feel like the movie could be over... In another 20 minutes yeah. with some of these Bond movies once we get for, through the first hour. And then you go, oh, they're going to they're gonna fuck around for another hour or so. Yeah, Billy Mays here, but wait, there's more. <laughs> and there's going to be this whole other complicated storyline. And they, they always throw in like just the one bullshit factor and at the yeah. end... Oh, and there's this other guy and he's a real piece of shit too. And you go, what? Why? Why? <laughs> It's like we could have had this done in twenty minutes, but at least for the first hour, you kind of, you kind of go like, okay, so no matter what, that's kind of the bad guy, and Bond is Bond has this or that disadvantage. Like you know, kind of the concept going forward. Yeah, and I suppose just the setup of this, the first girls. You but you you really get to know these girls, and that. You know, the concept with uh, what's-her-face that gives the lap dance. Butterfly. Butterfly. Uh, 
you know, her thing is, oh, don't don't put out for guys right away. They won't respect you. And so she like, you know, her principles. You know, Shauna doesn't like being called. Uh, no, Shanna, Shanna, like, Shanna Banana. Shanna Banana, not Shauna Banana. Which I thought that whole thing was a bit pretentious because yeah. it's like, well, I'm sorry, you have an easily confused so, name. And, and just to aside that though, um, I kind of like the novelty that everyone had like a thing that made them like I could remember their names. Like I just personally struggle with like retaining names. Uh, through movies unless they're brought up or like attached to something yeah so um you know we had jungle julia it was mentioned several times we saw the billboards so like she was setting me like by the time we got to the first bar yeah um butterfly was set in after they had that first conversation about oh i'm gonna be with my friend butterfly yada yada yeah um and then when the guy said shauna yeah and then you know she had to get corrected i was like okay like that that's how you do it like we're a handful of minutes in we have everyone set and there's like a reason to remember everyone's name now yeah so that helped me because i'm stupid (laughs) i feel like i wouldn't have been able to you know retain their names well it's also hard to remember names i mean for a a thing you're in a show i feel like it's easier but then in a movie where you're only getting to know these people for you know an hour and a half to three hours possibly depending on the movie right you know, it's a little harder to go, oh, and that's Brian. Brian, he's it's just kind of... It's Brian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Brian, he's just kind of on the side. He kind of does his own thing, man. Like, you know, to, to get the, all the nuances of all these characters and you're just getting to know them for... It's like going to a work party for a spouse, you know? Yeah. And you're just like, I'm just supposed to remember all these people. Yeah. Like, no, that's not... So I'm like, there ridiculous. should always be, like, a family tree involved with any kind of party so you know who's connected to Everyone, who. no matter what kind of party it is, everyone should just have a name tag. Yeah. If it's... Well, I mean, obviously, if it's, like, a party of just friends, then whatever. But, like, if it's, like, if you're bringing all these any new people... Any randoms involved. Yeah, yeah, if you're bringing all these new people together. Like, every time Charles drags some poor friend around, <laughs> like me, to a party that he wasn't invited to, and you just, like, oh, is this not cool? Like, there should just like, be a name oh. tag slapped on me and slapped on everybody else, you know? Yeah. Just like, you know what? Everyone should just... I'm going to start keeping name tags around my house. Well, I'm about to say, you know, is that on you or is that on Charles? Like, should Charles be keeping around because he's the guy who brings the randos around Charles should have or... a, a stack of name tags in his car this big. Yeah. And should just bring them everywhere with him. So, Death Proof. <laughs> death Proof. Yeah. It's a movie, I think. Yeah. So the dialogue, yeah, that was my thing. Just, but yeah, very dialogue heavy. Wouldn't say I was a huge fan of it, but it is a Tarantino movie, and you kind of know, no matter what. Yeah, we're gonna have a lot of talking about random stuff and all that kind of thing. Problem is, is I can only ever compare the long stretches of dialogue to you know how things worked in Pulp Fiction, and right. it's just never gonna be as good. It's no, it's not. Yeah, I mean, Reservoir Dogs is pretty fun. Though. Yeah. Those first two, for me, are just... Dynamite. I don't know where I'd... I know... It seems shitty to say, but I think this would be at the bottom of my list on my Tarantino rankings. Yeah. Pulp Fiction, obviously, being number one. Because, I mean, this movie... I would still watch this over certain other movies, mm-hmm. but there's a lot more... Movies this would be, I'd watch instead of this. Yeah, and I movies kind of do different things. Like, this would be one, like, I would watch this again with Lindsay, because I would want to see how she reacts with it. It's like, there are movies I would, like, want to see with other people and kind of see how they feel about it. Right. Um, For instance, that's why I did these two with you, because I know <laughs> the dialogue-heavy nature. Like, I, I could have got Dakota on Planet Terror, uh-huh. 
because there's just more stuff there's going, more going on. on. There's, yeah, there's you know a lot of guts and blood, but I I just knew that he'd be shitty about. He, yeah, he he wouldn't have <laughs> made it through dialogue. the first hour. Yeah, yeah. Love you, Dakota. Just <laughs> I know this wasn't good. It's all right. Know your uh, know your crowd. You're right. Know your know your partners. Um, I feel like the dialogue is as good as it can be in this movie. Like, there's nothing you can do to change this. Yeah. dialogue and make any but this because there's was, not it's it's not what they're doing is there are a couple girls getting together and they're going up to a lake house uh, and they just decided they were gonna get wasted yeah you know it's like that's 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 the context as far as these girls are concerned and what they're gonna care about talking like they're just there to hang out talk about their boys get some weed get drunk go to lake house yeah. like that was their only goal for the night so what what else how interesting can the conversation be when you're kind of just eavesdropping on a girl's night out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It couldn't have been done better for what it is. Yeah. So I'm certainly not criticizing. I'm just saying I could have done without some of it. That's all. Yeah. I think that's what I'm saying. And well, no, I'll get to that. Well, okay. So in watching some of the special features stuff, I guess what Tarantino said to the girl playing Jungle Julia, he's like, you are in a music what I am to movies, because Tarantino knows yeah, everything about just about any fucking movie you might mention, that guy, he just knows. And uh, so I guess that's what that little bit in the car was about, with that random band, like, I don't even remember, those those names I certainly wasn't remembering when it was that band name. Oh, uh, yeah, because they were talking about the guy and like how he was going to be in The Who, I think. And, well, the, or... Pete Townsend was supposedly going to be in this band. yeah. Beaky, Barky, Bucket, and Bucket, Meekchen, Titchers. I don't yeah. know. I don't know the names. I just made up right, some right. sounds. Yeah. Um, and supposedly it was going to be blah, 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 Mitch, Titch, and Pete if he would have joined. And she goes, and in my opinion, he should have. I'm like, okay. Great. And so that's really the only spot that came up in. Yeah. Which is interesting. Although, I guess the fact that she's like a radio DJ. I guess you, you, the, it's still kind of like the, the essence of her assumed. character was right. still there, yeah. Yeah, there's the essence of it. Yeah, it's a good word for it. Her, yeah, that was her essence. I wanted her essence. You want her essence? Nice. Um, so that that would have been your girl if you if you uh, if you had to pick one girl to. Oh sure. You had to. Marry. I mean, I love talking about music, so I'd love to talk with someone who knows like way more than I could ever know. And just have them dump information into my brain. So you had to marry one girl from this movie at some point. It'd and be you're it'd going be. jungle drill. Oh yeah. Word. Is that a criteria we should start establishing for these Maybe, movies? Maybe, yeah. Gotta marry one. Gotta marry one. Uh I don't know who I'd go with there. Definitely not. Zoe Bell's definitely cool, though. God, she's so cool, but, like, she's just so knowing cool, that that's but... what her lifestyle is would just stress me out. Well, just know it. Yeah, that would be rough to, like, go home to. Like, oh, she's not home. Did she die at work today? Yeah, and then I'm, immediately I mean, you're blowing up her phone. I'm definitely not that high octane of a person. I don't think I'd keep her entertained. She'd divorce me for sure. She'd get bored. Oh, I'm so, yeah, I'm so lethargic. That, she's just so cool that you'd like to think that you could make it work, but then... Yeah, not so much. Uh, I don't know. I, Rosario Dawson's a good-looking gal. Yeah. So. Yeah, although Lee was pretty good-looking in her little cheerleader outfit. Maybe it's Lee for me. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like the classic choice, you know. 
Well, she's Hot like young girl in a cheerleader outfit. Well, what, what slasher movie is not complete <laughs> without a girl in a cheerleader? Uh-huh. The fact that she just left set and just left it on was kind of funny. Yeah, but that she's just wearing it all movies. Funny yeah. to me. Um, she's also kind of like chill too. So, but Zoe's pretty fucking cool. Anyway. I'd want to be friends with Zoe. I'd, I'd, I'd hang out on the weekends. I definitely want to be friends with Zoe. Um, so anyway, uh, amidst all this dialogue, we find out that, um, Jungle Julia has put Butterfly up to giving a lap dance to some random guy that comes up and says a poem to her at some point in the night, Mm -hmm. which that is just the shittiest thing friends could do for you. Yeah. Uh, next to what? Okay. What's shittier? You're a girl. Imagine already that's awful already <laughs> you're, fuck I've, I've moved down in society a couple pegs <laughs> and if you go overseas it gets way worse so you're, you're, you're a girl picture that right and uh, one friend group you're in uh, they uh, they say hey some guy's gonna come up say a poem to you and you gotta give him a lap dance and you're a girl you're not a dude so you're kinda like I want to go grind my ass on some random guy, right? So that's unless the shitty he's thing to do. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of hot, kind of sexy. Oh fuck, where'd it go? God damn it! Some kind of cute, kind of sexy, hysterically funny, but not funny looking guy. That's the criteria, guys. Yeah. Figure it out. Um. So there's that. Or one time your friends wanted to test drive a car and they left you with this definite potential rapist mm-hmm. uh, at a farm looking thing and he's wearing a one piece kind of jumper deal. Yeah. Which which one are you more upset about? Let me rephrase your question into a different way, but it means the same thing. Would you rather put your butt on a dude for five minutes or get raped and die? Potentially. We you never, we never saw potential. We never saw her again. <laughs> You're thinking that the only, the only way there is, is no way that lady is alive. You're saying if there's a sequel to Death Proof, well, if the world doesn't end in Planet Terror, right? You're it, saying it'd be like Lee's a stopgap. You're saying Lee, Lee is mad dead, died yeah. before Planet Terror ever right. happened. Like they, not came that back she's not still in that guy's basement, but that she is not alive in that guy's basement, right? She was not alive while the plot of Planet Terror was happening. Yeah, okay. So, uh, yeah, That's I'm, I'm going to put my butt on a guy for five minutes. Word. I'll hold you to that. All right. <laughs> if you can recite the poem right now, this, this podcast going to get real weird. The woods are lovely, dark and deep, and I've got miles to go before I sleep. Did you hear me, Butterfly. Miles to go before you sleep. Why does it change there? Why, why does it go from I from before I sleep to before you sleep? Because they have to sleep together. I don't, um, know. I don't know. Miles of dick riding? Yeah. Miles of this <laughs> dick! <laughs> uh, I, for, I forget. They mentioned who the, uh, uh, the guy who wrote the poem was. It was something Frost. He's real famous, but I can never remember his first name. Sounds like one of those. It's like Richard Frost. Sounds like a Poe. The Edgar Allan Poe thing. Yeah, it's something the, Frost. I remember looking at it, but I the can't believe it. Hash slinging. The <laughs> hash slinging slasher. 
Anyway. Oh, that's great. Uh, so, yeah, what did you think of that stupid, some kind of cute, hot, sexy, hysterically funny, but not funny looking guy? It was repeated multiple times. What did you think of that? I didn't like it per se. So, I, I kind of like it. I like some of the novelty, like, especially in the way they're telling the story. We kind of are just eavesdropping in on, like, these girls being out and about. Um, and it kind of gives the illusion to, like, their life, you know, existed before this movie started. You know, so it might be it's yeah. like an inside joke. Maybe it's something they've referenced before when going out. Like, it, it seems like there's a lot of, like, established relationship between all of them, and that's kind of felt. Yeah. Um, you know, at least for what I'm getting. So, like, I, I kind of like the novelty, and, like, there's inside jokes I'm not supposed to get, because they get it. Yeah. And I feel like that's that's kind of why some of the long dialogue works. Makes because, sense. you know, if, if all of us went out to a bar, a couple of us are having drinks, like, we're going to go on about stupid shit for hours. Yeah. We're going to have inside jokes if there was some random guy just, like, you know, creeping in, staring at us. He's probably going to hear a bunch of shit that doesn't make any sense to him, but, you know, yeah. to us, it's fine. Well, we don't know we're on film. Yeah. So that's the whole thing. So I kind of like the novelty of that, even if we're not supposed to get it, you know. It yeah. makes sense that they probably get it. It's an inside joke or, like, an inside thing, and... It'd be like I, us with the, my balls are up here thing about my, the story about the my balls brother. balls are up here. Yeah. Um... Uh, I'm not going to give a comment. But you know what? It's fine. People are just peering in. You don't get it. It's fine. <laughs> You're just looking through the scope. You just don't even know. The scope. You have no idea. Um, These are inside jokes. They're not outside jokes. Uh, there were the twins for Planet Terror outside. We already kind of talked about that. Shauna Shanna things. Pretentious. We already talked about that. Shanna Banana. Not Shauna Banana. You know what? I'm going to name a girl Shauna. If I have a kid, I'm going to name her Shauna, and I'm just going to call her Shauna Banana, just <laughs> just to spite that girl. Her middle name should be Banana, though, you know what I mean? Shauna Banana. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Warren's a bad bar owner. <laughs> Dog shit. Uh, Tarantino plays Warren, the bar owner. Um, that policy would not fly today. Shots now, ask questions later. Cosby ruined that. Uh, employee on his lap. Uh, how'd you like Tarantino's acting here? Uh, not his best movie, uh, made or, uh, accurate, yeah. in my opinion. Uh, what's your favorite appearance? Kind of three-part question there. Okay. Uh, what do you think of Tarantino's acting? Uh, what's his best appearance? And, nope, it's two-part. Okay. Two-part. There were three okay. sentences, two questions. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I would say, like, as far as, uh, like, his acting, like... You know, I already was getting, like, dive bar feels, so I just have to assume, like, the shitty not caring about anything is, like, you know, kind of baked into that. Thought his acting on it was, was kind of fine. I don't really have much of, like, a expectation, I guess. I just kind of... Well, it's hard because you just, like... I don't I know what type of character he's trying to act as, so, like... I, it's just, it's kind of hard because you just go, oh, hi, Quentin Tarantino. You <laughs> know what I mean? Like, it like you can put real... him in any kind of hat, but... Yeah. It's just Quentin Tarantino. It takes a real special kind of actor once you uh, get past a certain level of fame. That, Like, for example, like Robert, um, Robert De Niro and certain things. I mean, granted, the first time you see him, you're going, oh, there's De Niro. But the more, you know, the movie goes on, the more he gets into the character. Sure. You know, and, you know, like, that's why I totally respect people that will, like, I would never do it. 
but I totally respect the people that like lose dramatic dramatic amounts of weight or gain dramatic amounts of weight or you know whatever the do dramatic things for roles. I hundred percent respect that because, um, you know they they just they're committed to completely becoming a different person for those things. Yeah, um, it takes a special kind of person once you ascended a certain level of fame to have someone not distracted by oh hello yeah. uh, Leonardo DiCaprio you know like yeah. it's like it's just why why are we even acting like you're not yeah you like that's why I like it when like they bother to just have like uh, like stars just playing as themselves yeah in some movies it's just perfect. like <laughs> like it's just oh Edwin just behind yeah. the bar yeah chilling he's just oh hey the movie you're working on, I don't know yet. Yeah. <laughs> be real. Be real like, meta I was thinking about one it. about a bar. <laughs> yeah, be real meta about it, you know? Uh, that'd be too much. Um, yeah, like, for example, like, Leonardo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's fantastic to me. Those are, that's Rick Dalton and what's his face, the stuntman, yeah. as far as I'm concerned. That, that I mean, they're awesome. Anyway, we move on. Um, I like the moment when Light flicks on the parking lot when she's out there uh, having a smoke. Uh, first half of the movie gives you like the strong slasher flick vibes uh, for sure. Yeah, because we get like the the you know creep where he was driving up, kind of watching. I think I can't remember which location they were at. It's the first with. bar with the margaritas where she gets told that yeah she's having a lap dance. Um. So yeah, when he like pulls up and he's like in the middle of like a four way street or something or a um, like a four lane like, yeah, roadway just... kind of thing, he just fucking. I mean, it's all black, so you can't see. Yeah, him. he's just like creeping at him. Yeah, and then just yeah speeds off. I was like, so, all right, he goes. You saw my that. car, and I saw your legs. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm like. <laughs> Like, he just, he worked it so good, because it was just, like, he had so much charisma and just being like, I thought dude, you were hot. Like, what did you expect me to do? He Dude, he was a fucking rock star in this movie. Like, despite being a fucking creep that murdered, like, Kurt Russell himself yeah. was awesome with this role. I thought, uh, no one could have done it better. Yeah. He was fucking awesome. Well, so, um, they were looking at somebody else for him, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, Mickey Rourke. That's right, yeah, Mickey Rourke. They talked about that when Tarantino was on Rogan, and he said, like, it was supposed to be Mickey Rourke. I, I guess they, I think he said they were neighbor, like, same, live in the same kind of area or something, and he was kind of talking to him about it, you know, gave him the script, he was interested, and then the agents started fucking with him, and they're, you know, they're, they were like, oh, well, they need Mickey, so they'll, let's, they'll let's do whatever. And fucking so then agents. He just was we like, get an agent. <laughs> fucking Aiden's assholes we need one no. um, yeah so I guess that's when it just kind of stopped and he moved on to Kurt Russell and but yeah I mean I died in my choice I worked, think he so. killed it yeah um, but yeah just crazy charisma just the, the way he talked interacted some of his mannerisms like he was he yeah. was fun to watch he's good uh, we'll get to his his book in a second <laughs> um but like the music kind of changes when the light flicks on the parking lot, lights up his car, she's freaked out, and then that's when Omar comes up behind her, and like, like I, didn't, I didn't mean to scare you, I just got lucky, ha ha, very funny asshole, and then 
She wants him to hold the umbrella and kiss good. Yeah. I made specific note of how fucking smooth he, like, pulled that umbrella out, though. Because, like, they're chatting or whatever, and he's just like, like, it comes out and everything in, like, one perfect flick. Yeah. I was like, that was fucking clean. His line, her line, like, you won't get wet, I promise. (laughs) Most guys wouldn't brag about that. (laughs) But I I love that she's, you know, kind of cemented herself as, like, this in-control type of gal. Like, you know, things work the way I want my body kind of thing. Yeah. She knew what she was about. I like that about her. Yeah. Uh, I, I've i kind of gone through and... You have notes, don't you? I, oh, sure. I've just been kind of bulldozing through mine. No, no. I've kind of been piecing my stuff out in there. Um, some of the stuff I had about the early ones was uh, very early on I established... Um, uh, I said opening scene, foot fetish. Yes. And then... I like I I shit you not probably about like twenty times throughout this I write down foot fetish continues because <laughs> like, we saw so many feet throughout this one I was like what the fuck is going on my thing with that was I think well okay there must be, yeah you're probably right on the foot fetish thing for <laughs> pro, I guess Tarantino already was directing it well uh, once we got to the the second set of girls. Uh, Stuntman Mike, uh, I think, like, licked one guy uh, when she was, like, yeah, kind of laying back, had like, her foot hanging out. I think like he licked he... his finger and then did oh, that. Oh, yeah. If I remember that right. But and then he played it off. <laughs> oh, oh, what are my keys? Yeah. Yeah. Here they are. And they're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Great acting, buddy. Like, <laughs> that's how you know you're a good actor when you can <laughs> you can act well acting like someone who's Trying to act bad. bad. Yeah. Like that's that's good. Yeah. And I have a bunch of comments once we get to that part of it okay, there too. Okay. So Yeah, but, but I thought I think in the first part though, it seemed like they were just kind of establishing like, oh Jungle Julia always has her feet over here or over there, and then so then of course she's got her foot out the window yeah. when the thing the head on crash happens. Um but yeah. But yeah. Um, so then, yeah, kind of once we were just going through, I was just, like, making kind of piecemeal comments that I made there. Um, okay. I, I wrote down Vietnam flashback to 14-minute uh, boat chase as far as this car ride with all the dialogue. Because, <laughs> um, I, like I said, at first I wasn't I wasn't quite feeling it, but I think once they kind of got settled into the bar, it started flowing a little bit better. Yeah. Um, I liked uh, just the novelty and some of the transitions where, like, the scene was, like, restarting, you know, because of, like, the... Uh, yeah, the bad the film, film they, they were talking about that. They wanted it to be like those old uh, double feature movies. Where, yeah. You know, bad film and shit was all kind of cut up. And so, like, they put that kind of effect on. They put a filter on the whole two movies where yeah. it's all well, kind of like the, the, all the stuff representing, like, yeah. scratches and stuff in the film. So what I uh, was reading in that, just not going into too much to it, but um, was that on, uh, like, Death Proof, they did that all digitally, but on Planet Terror that um, they, like, physically damaged the film. Really? Yeah. Well, that's fine. Um, so I, I, that was just what one source was saying. I didn't go back and verify it, but yeah. they said that when they did Planet Terror that they, like, we physically a, damaged it. We need a fucking disclaimer in the... <laughs> In the description of every podcast and, like, just an audio, like, an audible thing right in the beginning, like, any facts looked up on this podcast are not verified and could, and probably are not true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I thought that was really neat, but I, I like the way they, they kind of did that throughout, um, just that there were a couple, like, like restarts or that you see... The skips. Yeah, and, uh, the yeah. skips and everything. It was, it was neat. Yeah. It was a good, nice effect. Um, there was one of the scenes in the bar, I didn't write down which bar they were at, if it was the first or the second one, 
but it was where like Jungle Julie was kind of laid back, and there was actually like a uh, a picture, like a portrait behind her that was in that same pose. Oh, nice. Um, I like small things like that where it's just like you know life imitating art, or there's like a repeating pattern that isn't super obvious. Yeah, stupid stuff like that gets me going. Um, but I thought that was really cool. And Jungle Julia. Yeah, and her. gosh, Jungle Julia. Oh, I even wrote down, because when she was uh, uh, texting, we saw it was uh, Chris uh, Simonson or whatever. Yeah. It was Chris Simonson. Simonson. Yeah. Simonson, Simonson. I think it was Simon. I don't know. But anyways, yeah. when I saw that she started texting him, I wrote down, who is he? I will fight him. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was very, very passionate about her. Yeah. Um, and then that's where I made note about like the novelty of like being able to remember all the characters and everything. That right. was good. Um, and then when... Uh, Stuntman Mike was just going to town on those fucking nachos. Yeah. I, like, made a specific note that he was just destroying those. Those were, like, the wettest, soggiest, chewiest nachos I'd ever heard recorded in my life. Yeah. And that dude, the dude that plays the girl, the the one that's trying to get with, um, Shauna Banana. Yeah. Now I'm just doing it on disrespect. Um... He, uh, I get he in the interview in one of the special features. He was saying like, he's like, I fucking love Kurt Russell. And then, <laughs> then you know my my part in this movie is like I gotta insult the guy, like sit at the end of the bar and make fun of him, and he can hear me. Right. <laughs> I don't know. There's there's almost kind of a novelty that I mean, like, oh my god, I get to talk shit about Kurt right, Russell. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I just like the line, "Who's stuntman Mike? He's a stuntman." <laughs> what more do you need to know he doesn't need a backstory he's stuntman Mike he stunts um, so yeah uh, Julia and uh, the friends that show up late they're all out on the uh, the back patio they're having smoking having the some reefer, reefer. <laughs> having some reefer and uh, awkward interaction he almost sneezes or comes or Heart has a heart attack. Something. Yeah. Something's going on. <laughs> um, he comes inside. He's kind of getting the third degree of uh, like, well, yeah. He just said he's not like <laughs> more in the bar owner, yeah. Tarantino. He's like, I don't actually know if he's done anything. He just said he's stunt man. So he said, I trust him. Show me an episode of, and they do all these obscure TV references that I I meant to look up and mm. just be like, is that a real show? Is that a real show? Knowing Quentin Tarantino, yeah, and the way he does things, likely they were all real shows. So I, I remember when I was looking through some of the notes, there were two of them. I didn't happen to write down which ones, but there were two of them that were mentioned that um, Kurt Russell was actually in those TV shows. Oh, we're so good. so it did actually kind of make sense. Yeah, nice. Um, but yeah, I thought that was a good reference. But yeah, he was just like, I don't know. He showed me a, an episode of one of the shows, and it kind of looked like him. So he's like, "God, fell off a horse." He said, "That's me." He said, mm-hmm. All right, <laughs> fucking Warren. Good enough for me. But it's also kind of funny that they would have had an established enough relationship that he was like, "Well, let me let me tape this episode and show it to you." Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, it makes you wonder how often Stuntman Mike's hanging out over there. Yeah, and then, you know, for him to just up and abandon ship, you know, because... Whatever. Yeah. Just moved to Tennessee. But... It's fine. Um, is Stuntman Mike actually a stuntman? Or is he just full of shit? He had to have been. Or else would he have gotten the car or any, like, the knowledge? Okay. I mean, or, I'm, that's fine. Guys. I'm just saying, you know, often, you know, a guy like that... 
you know, could just be full of shit. Yeah, he just, just like, happened to have money like, and bought himself man. a cool car. And yeah. Like, it was like, you know, they were auctioning off a car that was used in a TV show and he bought it kind of thing. Yeah. Definitely possible. <clears throat> Things like this always killed me because it's like, well, if he's not if he's not a stuntman now, like, where's he getting his money? Like, what's his day-to-day look like? Yeah, You know, you start to wonder because, like, obviously it seems like he's got a lot of free time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, especially once we hit the uh, the second act, and he's uh, you know photographing the girls and everything. It's like so clearly he's spending some time kind of creeping on people. He's this guy living in his car. Yeah, but he, he, there's not shit in there. We right. see plenty of scenes of the interior. There's not a damn thing in the car. At least not in the first one, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> and then, of course, his brother's name Stuntman Bob. Is Stuntman Bob real? Or is that was he just bullshit? <laughs> I, I hope he's real, because I thought that was the dumbest shit. I was like, I hope that's that's genuine. Like, Does Kurt Russell have a brother? That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I was like, of course. I was like, What's your brother? Who's your brother? Stuntman Bob. <laughs> okay. Um, Julia doesn't know the difference between your and your. She's the wrong your in uh, her text message to Chris mm-hmm. Simonson. Now that I think about it, penny texting used to be a thing. You know, maybe she wanted to use less characters when she sent the message. Mm. But then why wouldn't you just do, you know, you are or something? Just a thought. Yeah. I mean, it's only one more letter if you just type out you are. And, cause, I mean, I'm just thinking about the apostrophes. Probably yeah. a character, right? Yeah. That probably counts. That counts. So that's, that's six. If that's a character and you type out your... So... I don't know. <laughs> Is this not the type of content people thought they were getting? When we were Let's talk about penny testing. <laughs> Death proof. You know, forty minutes in. So you know, does the apostrophe count as a character? Does that cost? Does that cost the extra? All right. So um, I don't know. What do you think of Scar Origin? Is do you think it's a Stuntman accident, or do you think it's from one of his many crashes murdering people? Uh, do you I think someone maybe got a little wise to his tricks and maybe slashed him or something? Yeah, what I, do you think? I would think it'd be more so related to like maybe one of his other car crashes or whatnot. I almost feel like, um, you know, once we kind of hit the scene where like they're in the hospital and talking about him, I feel like if he had done this multiple times, that like they could have established that with like the, the sheriff. Like, kind of talking to her, he's like, well, I'm guessing that, you know, it's a fetish kind of thing, and, you know, you kill four people at once, it's how he shoots his goo, you know, yeah. and they were kind of going on that thing. Um, now that I'm thinking about it, like, if they had heard of him, like, they could have established, like, oh, I've heard about other states where this type of thing's happened, or, like, you know, looked up some info on him, but he very clearly said, he's like, well, I could look everything up, you know, do some investigation, gather evidence. And then, oh, fuck, I forget what he like said he would <laughs> or do. Or I could spend my weekends watching NASCAR. Yeah, yeah, he's talking about NASCAR or whatever. And I was like, that, that to me was funny. He was like, he could have figured out if there was, like, multiple crashes. Looked into more, but he was like, I don't fucking care. <laughs> I'm going I'm to go wash me some NASCAR. And he's like, I can make damn sure he's not going to do it again in Texas. Which is like, how? How did you make sure? Because then all of a sudden... Well, you got you eyes know. on him. As soon as he's outside your jurisdiction, then... Well, I know, but how did he make sure, like... Do you think Stuntman Mike was just like, oh, well, I shouldn't do this again in Texas. They're going to be on to me. Yeah. Or maybe there was you know, a, already a conversation heat. they had where he walked in and was like, you need to go to Texas. I think it's one of those, like, those uh, suggestive 
you know, not not a threat. But yeah, I'd be like, I hear Tennessee's real nice this time of year. A lot nicer in Texas. I hear you'd be in jail if you stay in Texas. Yeah. I hear somebody might shoot you in the ass if you stay here in Texas. I'm going to shoot you in the ass if you stay in Texas. <laughs> He's like sitting there with a the gun to his head. <laughs> Leave Texas! That goes for all the people who currently live in Texas. Just just get out of there, man. Just get out, man. No, I don't know. Um, so then, that whole interaction with Butterfly. If that was happening for real, I might call the police for yeah. the girl that I was seeing it happening to. Yeah. Um, Bit creepy. But due to, due to the fact that it's in a movie, I know Kurt Russell's acting. I just like it because Kurt Russell is fucking awesome. Sure. You didn't happen to call the police then while you were watching No, this. I did not. Hey, uh, Kurt Russell. Is... <laughs> Kurt Russell, I think it was in 2007. <laughs> um, <laughs> At about uh, 36 minutes. <laughs> yeah, just get Death Proof, run it, something, just look in. Now, the, just the way everything he says, the way he talks to her, she's like, I saw your car. What, you know, what scares you? You know, is it my scar? No, it's your car. You're like, oh, sorry. It's my mom's car. Which I thought was funny. Yeah. And Butterfly did too. And then the whole thing about. Bella, do you mind not cleaning your ass while we're recording? That'd be cool. Or licking your paws or whatever the fuck. Make it sound like somebody's getting head in here. (laughs) Listen, what happens under the table stays under under the the table. table. You're right. You're right. Um. Unless you subscribe to our OnlyFans. <laughs> the, that is strictly under the table footage. Yeah. It's which is the, pretty boring. Just just, jeans, just a bunch just yeah. legs and jeans. Sometimes there's a dog. <laughs> Sometimes so. there's a dog licking her ass or licking her paws. So yeah. not sure if that's the type of content we want to promote there. Wanna watch a dog lick its ass? <laughs> subscribe now. Yeah. Uh, anyhow. Um, and then his whole thing about He's like, you know how people say, uh, you're okay in my book, or that's no good in my book. Just that whole deal. And and the way he says, I'll have to put you down as chicken shit. I thought just Kurt Russell was fantastic in that whole interaction. Yeah. It was probably his most rock star moment of the movie of just like... Cause, I don't know, just the way he's animated about the whole thing, I, I thought it was great. Yeah. I thought he was great. It almost makes it scary because it's like, like that's what like a kind of crazy person would do. Like if they have any bit of charisma, like they're gonna act kind of weird, and then someone's gonna be like kind of into it, and then that's that's how, that's how you die. That's how you die. Um, I did make a, a note that uh, that was his uh, his death note that he was writing in. If you're uh, an anime or a weed person, uh, death note was an anime where you write the name in a book and then they die. Oh, okay. Death note, you know, simple concept. Alright, so then... Well, see, that makes more sense, because I was talking about the fact... Because what, you know, Kurt Russell says is, Everyone I ever meet goes in this book, and I'm going to have to put you down as chicken shit. Yeah. And, um... I still just like talking in that voice. (laughs) (laughs) It's fun. Um... But, you know, I was looking just the the concept of, you know, if you had a book with everyone you ever meet, ever. Think of anyone you've ever met. Like, if you've ever gone to a conference, you meet, like, bunch of people doing hold on wait what was your name we just bumped shoulders <laughs> what was your name what do you do 
just an exhausting activity to have to keep track of everybody. Right. You're talking about, you know, he's got like a line of receipt paper and he rolls out his yeah. number. Like, what do you, do you like pull out your jacket, there's a roll, and you gotta like roll it out, and you're like, okay, hold on, number 876, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna fight you on your chicken shit. You know? It's in pencil, I can erase it. I mean, my pants? Okay. Nope. Chicken shit. Chicken shit. Yeah, top tier, uh, you know, mental, emotional manipulation to get what you want out of women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know it's if that like... would work in today's day and age. Be like, listen, lady, I'm going to write down your name and then I'm going to write chicken shit next to it unless you grind on me. <laughs> and then that's, you probably get shot. You might get shot. You'd probably get shot. Um, Do that, not attempt. Uh, yeah, if it wasn't a big role, it'd just have to be this fucking literal, like... Harry Potter thickness book oh, that gosh. you're carrying around. Yeah. And just like he's got the tiniest like font. He's just like, eh. he's like, all right, what was your name again? All right, I'll file you under meh, meh, <laughs> meh out of ten, meh. Final rating, meh in pencil. Uh, you know, we got some time left. We might see. First impression, meh. Overall rating, we'll see. You yeah. know. Um. All right, so this scene. Uh, so basically, we get Pam and the... So they're leaving. I skip ahead a little bit. Sure. Um, so Pam takes the ride home. She's like, I'm not going to sleep with him. I can hear you. I would not sleep with this guy. I can still hear yeah, you. I think that's when she was like calling him like old and yeah. like weird. And it's like, fucking learn to whisper. Now granted, you know. Girl's got to be plastered at this point. So. Plastered. She's been sitting there drinking all night. Yeah. It's, no. No scope of like. She's uh, she's all quieter. She's got lots of money for drinks. No money for a taxi. She's taking rides home with strangers with skulls on their car. Yeah. And uh, not, <laughs> not putting the pieces together when she goes to get in the car and there's not a car seat. That would have been the point where I maybe beg those friends that I'm not yeah. so fond Enter of over the, there for a ride. The or gift taxi. of uh, Ralph from Simpsons. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, alright, so then, the other thing is, so this scene's basically giving you a little clue into how they shot it, when Pam's asking about the car, because Tarantino doesn't like CGI, and he was actually thinking, like, and this is what he says on Rogan, he was saying, like, well, if ever there was a time for CGI, maybe it's here, just because it's two cars colliding, and there's all these people, so mm -hmm. maybe, you know, here's where I do it, um, but, you know, they figured... he's. Taught, I don't remember who he said the stunt coordinator guy was for this, but he's heavily into special features, too. So, But all all the car stuff was real. Um, what they what he said on Rogan was the two cars were connected by wire, and they were... They were basically, towed, basically. Yeah, yeah, they were driving together. and So they, they did two shoots, basically. So they have the scene where the two cars collide. Excuse me. And then... Um, the stunt driver, who I guess is like a classic film stunt driver, has been doing it forever. Buddy Joe Hooker, I believe was his name. Should have wrote that down, you'd think, but whatever. Um, he did a jump where, so they have like the, the flat in front of the wrecked car. Yeah, kind of ramp it. So they, sh yeah, they shoot him like, you know, jumping it. And they wanted to get, you know, a flip and like sliding and, you know, the hood being open and all this shit. Or something. I don't remember the effect. Whatever. Yeah, but they had an intended image of how they wanted it to go. And they were like, it might take like, you know, 20, 30 times to get, you know, the one we want. And of course, the first try, it just fucking, you know, worked out exactly. Yeah. So, 
kind of cool. Um, <laughs> we had a Wilhelm scream during the wreck, and obviously, uh, Classic. obviously, just very gruesome. I think some of the ways the girls died. I think Shauna Banana flew out of the car. Yeah. Uh, Butterfly took a wheel to the face. So I, I had to rewatch the scene because I was actually confused. Because when they, I saw someone fly out, I was still thinking that like Pam was still in the passenger seat, and that was her flying out. Um, and then I had to go back and watch it because I was like, "Well, what happened to?" Like I felt like we were missing a person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then I went back and was like, "Okay, no, that was just all the, all of them." Pam didn't matter anymore. Yeah, Pam. Yeah. She's hardly dead. We don't care. She's she's pulp. Yeah. At that point. God. That that was like honestly brutal. Um, like I said. Oh, I, we should talk about this. He's, he's pulling out. Yeah. And he says to her. He, yeah, he's he's talking to her. And he's like, so which which way you're headed? You know, left or right? And uh, I can't remember which one, but she's like, I'm going right. He's like, darn, like, because we're going left. And if you had said left, then we could have driven for a while longer before you got scared. But you're going to have to get scared real quick now. Yeah. And then just, you know, busts out, starts going. Swerving, you know, knocking her head against against the metal. Yeah, just just that setup alone, like, I, I was feeling a little spicy. I was like, oh, shit, here we go. Like, this is <laughs> this is where, like, the crazy starts to appear in his eyes. Yeah. And you're like, all right, this is, this is where we get into the meat. But, yeah, he's swerving around. She's, like, banging her head on shit. And, you know, just the crying girl pleading with the, like... It's a joke, right? Like, if you just let me out, I won't tell anyone because it's just a joke. I get it. It's so funny. Yeah. And just, like, the screaming. and I guess you weren't really screaming. Just the crying. Just the begging, the yeah. pleading, yeah. Um, it's rough. It's always rough to see, especially because she did a pretty good job of it. She, yeah. she sold it very well. And she, those, oh, those types of scenes are always really hard to watch. She's not a recurring character, but she's a recurring actor in these two movies. Yeah. She's Rose McGowan, the gun leg girl in yeah. the next movie. Um, yeah, and then he... He says, uh, you know, I wasn't lying to you when I said this car was death proof. It's just you gotta be on this side. You really gotta be in the, in in my, the driver, in my seat or in the driver's seat. Yeah. yeah. He slams on the brakes. Her face goes against that bar. Oh, just God. fucking, yeah, it takes her out. That was rough. She's yeah, I, done. I went back and, uh, and showed that scene to my wife just to, you know, kind of get her vibe and reaction from it there. And yeah, she was like, oh my gosh, this is creepy as shit. And then... When he did the break and her face got smashed in, she was just like, oh, God. Yeah. That's that's how I knew that scene was good, is because no context she could watch that and be like, I don't want to watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so then, of course, he he tracks down, you know, the girls in the car heading up to the lake. Expertly. It took no time at all. No time. Uh, you know, speeds ahead. A couple miles down the road. Or maybe a mile down the road. Turns around, turns his headlights off, takes off for him. I got so caught up in the stunts thing, we didn't, you know, cover yeah. what happens in the movie. Um, Forgot about the setup. Yeah, drives right for him, and then flips the headlights on right as they're about to hit. Yeah. And so they have this maybe one moment of just like, oh, fuck! Yeah. And then, yeah, uh, I think the girl driving was just pretty much taken out because a car hit her. Yeah, yeah. all you see is like the glass coming in at her and like the front end kind of like caving in on her. She didn't yeah. really get much of a gory death. Uh, probably the same way that Jungle Julia died other than her leg obviously getting chopped off yeah. running out of the car. Cause just the way it... She's it, a hoodlum. It flopped the, on the ground. I was like, oh my god. Uh, butter, Shauna Banana <laughs> flies out, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she deserved it. Out of all the characters, fuck her. 
Butterfly takes a fucking tire to the face. Uh, that was a good time. Yeah. And uh, that was rough. Wilhelm scream. Kurt Russell's fine. Yeah. Or my Mike. What are you talking about? He he got banged up a little bit. He got banged up. He had to be to go to the hospital. Yeah. He's sober. They can't do anything about it. That's the big uh the big thing why he gets away. He's been sitting in the bar drinking virgin pina coladas, eating nachos, lime and lime and uh seltzer water or something like that. Yeah, he had the perfect setup. So Yeah. Makes you feel creepy when you go to a bar and you're not a drinker and you you're like, oh, water? Yeah. You're like, oh, who are you going to kill tonight? Like, oh, <laughs> Don't worry, my car is not death proof. <laughs> yeah, my car is very If we death-proof. crash, I die too. It's a murder-suicide if I kill yeah. you in my car. So. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the best game I can use. Like, if I'm trying to pick up chicks, be like, listen. You seen the movie Death Proof? Be like, yeah, if we did that, we'd both die. So. <laughs> you want to get out of here? You're on your last leg. You have no you have no lines left. You're just like, I mean, we'd both die if my car crashed. Like, why are you tell me that? It's <laughs> rough. Um, so then, yeah, so the sheriff and uh, his son um, are in the hospital. Yeah. I like the dialogue between the two of them. It was very, like, kind of wanting to figure it out, but, like, couldn't be fucked to actually care. Yeah, yeah, the whole thing we were saying about he just wants to watch NASCAR. I can make damn sure he doesn't do it again in Texas. Uh, however, that worked out. But they're talking. Calls Dr. Dakota Block over. It's the blonde girl. Next movie. Um, who is... That's her dad. The sheriff's her dad. And uh, They're not on good terms. They're not on good terms because of uh, the male Dr. Block. I can't remember his first name at this moment. Um, but we'll get to that in Planet Terror. And while we're looking at our end, we haven't even gotten to the second, uh, yeah, girls. We still got a so, second section here. Uh, so maybe we'll speed this up, but I mean, not that it matters. Yeah. Uh, so they have a good talk about that. And then you, you can kind of tell that things are, things are rocky between them already. She's probably already having yeah. problems with her husband. Um, and, uh. That's oh, that's where you see those characters recur because we saw the twins already. Yeah, and uh, Julia is just in voice on the next in the next pod, pod. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, there too. Um, but yeah, so that that's just where those characters kind of recur. That's where you have the overlap with these two movies. Yeah, and I believe they did say that was a a thing they wanted to do is because those actors were often recycled for those. Types of movies that were made. Yeah. And so that's... It's like, why not? Why did that? So, that's fun. And then, um... Now we've got this new set of girls. We're in black and white for about the first five minutes of meeting these girls. It was interesting. Um, yeah, I wasn't sure why, but I think it worked. Yeah. I mean, see, I, I have, like, a... Like, just personally, like, whenever I see a scene that goes into, like, a black and white as something that's, like, primarily in color... Like, once it hits, like, a black and white sequence, I either start to read that as, like, it's a interpretation of either what actually happened, or it's, like, a... Like, it's not an accurate, I guess, telling of the sequence. Because, mm. like, in some movies, we'll see, like, a dream sequence occur in, like, black and white. Sure. Like, hallucinations sometimes occur in, like, those black and white scenes. Like, usually when that's introduced, it's, like, presenting information and maybe not 
what actually happened. So, like, that's what I was kind of, like, trying to look into to see if there was, like, another layer of, like, something weird going on, like, in the background or anything. But yeah. I didn't really find anything. It was just... It's just in black and white. So I guess just a different tone. Yeah. Of kind of going, he's in Tennessee now. He's kind of new to victims. I don't know why it had to be in black and white for us to figure that out. No. <laughs> um, and then it changes to color when she goes and gets the soda. When it drops out of the machine, that's when it goes to color. Weird. But they pull up. Kim goes in for some stuff. Um, Forever. Russell tickles her foot. And then... Like, I think he licks his hand and touches her foot. Mm-hmm. And that's when she, like, gets up and he's and like, he's Where are my keys? Yeah. Which we talked about. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, too, we should make note that, uh, uh, was it Lee who was in the front seat singing? Yes. He had a very pleasant voice. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think you gotta have a good voice to be just, like, hanging out with your friends, like, like, I would never put on my iPod and just sing full volume in a car in a parking lot. Yeah. Just like when my friend was in the back seat, kind of half asleep. And I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was kind of funny. That was in the special features, too. Just the whole version of her singing that song. Oh, they just did, like... like, filming her in black and white singing yeah. that song, which was odd to put in the special features. But yeah, they couldn't figure out what part they wanted to cut out or, yeah, or something. But... but yeah, she has a very lovely voice. It was nice. Yeah. Um, kind of. Oh, and the, that first scene's they're kind of hinting that she may have turned down the rock, like for banging. But it turns out it was just an electrician named Bruce. Yeah. Uh, who they call the Rock because he kind of looks like the Rock. Where the hell's Kim? It doesn't take that long to get that stuff. Maybe the bathroom, but she got the coffee first. So she take the coffee in the bathroom with her. She it's leave it there. Gorgeous, she pay. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> it's gross. And then she's getting vodka and sugar free geo, which I've never heard of. No, there's a Tennessee thing, or maybe it was a drink that was out in 2007 when I wasn't drinking energy <laughs> drinks, and I've never heard of it, and it's gone. Who yeah. knows? Maybe if you got me info Tennessee on geo emails. Yeah, uh, sugar free geo to be specific. <laughs> Um, the the whistle from Kill Bill. That's a uh, Abernathy's ringtone. Um, and there's all kinds of Kill Bill stuff. Uh, you know, Zoe Bell was uh, the stunt woman in Kill Bill, and you know they say that Cecil Evans, which is a made-up director, uh, just for the record. Um, fucked Daryl Hannah's stand-in. Daryl Hannah was, you know, L Driver, California Mountain Snake, and yeah. Kill Bill. Um, yeah, so just some Kill Bill stuff right there. Yeah. Look up the trivia for for either this movie or Planet Terror. It's a ridiculous the amount of callbacks and references that get mm. just shoved into every scene. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my only thing with that scene is why uh just go in the store why you're looking at your friend through the window yeah the door is five feet away just walk in man i don't know that's just me that's why i mean maybe, maybe you, i don't know you ever do that you ever call your friend from the car hey can you grab <laughs> I sw- okay from the car maybe but if you're if you're looking at me through a window, yeah, and talking on the phone with me, 
you better just come in the store and buy the shit. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. That irritated me. <laughs> <laughs> Note to self, don't ask Tyler. <laughs> don't look at Tyler through a window tell him to buy the stuff. Good to know. I mean, like, if I'm out... Okay, we're not spending a bunch of time on this, but I'm just saying. If you're looking at me through the window, just walk in the fucking... Sure. Yeah, no, if you can get, like, a very clear criteria written up for me, just send it over. I'd appreciate it. Okay. I'll work on that email. Yeah. Um, I gotta say, though, so, like, well, just still while we were in that scene, and um, uh, she had gotten out of the car and was, like, kind of sitting up against the hood of it there. This was yeah. after we had seen him pull off. Yeah. Um, like, there was just one of the scenes. And come back and pull off again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, like, when, when, I, when I heard, like, the engine come, and I was like, oh, shit, like, is this how we're going to start them off? He's like, just he's just going like, to crash into them. But then he wouldn't have gotten all of them. You know, it, it wouldn't have had the novelty. But, like, I, I, I was kind of anticipating, like, getting ready for, like, it to be, like, a quick, like, these were all extremely disposable girls, and there's going to be a third set hmm. kind of thing. Um, yeah, I don't think you put Rosario Dawson <laughs> You know, like that in when they're disposed, you know, to be disposed of. But if, if you look at where they do things like, uh, you know, going more into Planetara, but, you know, we had Bruce Willis for like He's 30 rare. seconds cumulatively. And I was, I'm watching those special features, like, I guess... Uh, None of his scenes were even shot with other people. Yeah, there's that, and I think, I don't remember if Quentin, I think Quentin Tarantino said, or maybe Robert Rodriguez as well, one of them commented on... Doing something with them, which, like, obviously, you know, Tarantino did Pulp Fiction with them. And, but I guess Bruce was like, anytime, anywhere, like, just call me. And <laughs> I'll so, show up. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. Like, oh, because yeah, I got, it must have been to Robert Rodriguez because then in that interview, Tarantino was like, he walked on set and saw Bruce there and he's like, oh, what's Bruce doing here? And he's like, like, oh, I just thought he was visiting, but I didn't know he was, he was <laughs> there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fun. Uh, anyway, that's playing Titter. Um, all right, and so then we have them sitting down in the diner. They pick up Zoe, and uh, Stuntman Mike is p- photographing them uh, because he's a pervert and a killer. Yeah, sponsored by Nikon, though. Sponsored by Nikon, this perversion. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, he photographs them. They go to lunch, breakfast, whatever you want to call it, and they're eating, and basically the significance of this scene through a lot of roundabout dialogue. Um, I found their dialogue was a little more interesting than the first groups, but you know, maybe that's just me. Yeah. Um, I made specific note that they see, like, Tennessee women seem way more prepared for shit to pop off than Texas women. <laughs> well, that's, they're not even... They're just visiting, right? Yeah. So, um, so basically, it's establishing number one. Uh, this thing about Zoe, she falls, gets in, like you know, any situation where anyone else would normally get injured, she does not. Yeah. That's what they're establishing there. Uh, number two, that Zoe would like to play ship. Or well, they don't say the ship's mass thing till later. Yeah. But she's establishing she would like to test drive a white Dodge Challenger like from the movie Val- Vanishing Point, which is an homage to the movie Vanishing Point, obviously. And uh, number three, they are saying um, that Kim carries a gun. Yeah. And that is why she shoots 
stuntman Mike later after they kind of that the, the, their up. first main crash yeah. uh, resolves, first main chase resolves. Uh, so yeah, uh, I like Kim's comment. You know what happens to motherfuckers with knives? They get shot. And uh, yeah, you know, you know, I mean, notes on that scene. Uh, I, I was just kind of writing down that they, you know, definitely seem like kind of more prepared for shit to pop okay. off. Um, but yeah, I, I personally didn't enjoy their conversation or their dialogue as much as our first oh, okay. set of girls. Okay, but all right. Uh, and so, Jungle Julia, man, Jungle Julia. <laughs> and then we kind of cut to uh, them visiting this guy that's got a challenger for sale. Oh, and Zoe subscribed to a Tennessee newspaper while living in uh, New Zealand. Yeah, how convenient. <laughs> so that's fun. Uh, but a guy's got a white challenger for sale somewhere in town, and they go to get it. They pull up, honk the horn. Jasper says, what do you horny gals want? <laughs> um, Jasper's the MVP. I don't remember who plays Jasper, and I should have wrote it down, but uh, he's in some other things, and he does a good job just being a... Yeah. He definitely sold the, I'm the creepy redneck, Yeah, not gonna rape you, but might rape you kind of guy. Uh... I feel like is maybe uh, maybe Jasper's just as dumb, but I feel like he would have kind of figured out that something was afoot with all that talking happening. You know, there's these two extended conversations where people are yelling at each other. Yeah. You know, before they come back and talk to him. Yeah. Well, would have been a nice uh, kind of like duality or repeat. Would have been like, I can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> I can still hear you. That would have been funny. Yeah. Um. And then we got uh, more bad friends in this group. Don't worry. They just leave Lee with the creepy guy. Uh, she wasn't even, like, awake. She was asleep on that chair. Like, yeah. She was out, and, like, they were just going to leave. Yeah, there's, oh, Lee, this is Jasper. Good luck. Good luck. We'll be back to pick you up later. But, like, even the, like, them talking to each other, no, I'm not going to say that she'll, you know, blow him or something. I'm going to insinuate yeah. that she might. Yeah. <laughs> Poor girl. And that was kind of the significance of her getting the Vogue magazine earlier was... So they or, could... Or, no, Italian Vogue was what they bought behind the counter. And then what was what was she in? And I don't remember the magazine. Yeah, I only she wrote down the Italian Vogue. But, yeah. Um, oh, are we boring you, Bill? I love a dog sigh. <laughs> dog sighs make me Dog said to wrap it up. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're at an hour ten, yeah. Um... So yeah, bad friends. Um, I would have liked to see the re- return of the car and see that Lee is okay and hopefully not raped and murdered. Nope, she's definitely dead in the basement. It's fine. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and also, just logistically on this scene, it seems like they could have dropped the other two girls that wouldn't be playing off at the hotel let them kind of do their thing and then rather than having to explain around like yeah they're i mean they're trying to lie to abernathy the whole time you know i mean like oh it's well no you just stay here and she's like no fuck that um she wanted to be a cool kid she felt left out we've all been there (laughs) yeah right yeah um i just feel like they could have come back and been like well we're leaving the car with you you know, that could have been collateral enough, but instead they bring their friend and they use their hot, probably the hottest friend of just like, oh yeah, look, she's in a skimpy little cheerleader outfit and you get to talk to her for yeah. an hour. Well, especially when your son is like, oh yeah, she's in a cheerleader movie. Uh, it's a porno. She's real shy about it though. <laughs> yeah, don't mention it. 
What's a cheerleader movie? A movie about cheerleaders. <laughs> Fucking classic. Fucking Jasper. <laughs> um. Alright, so before we get into the scene, what what's better in this movie? Is it the head-on collision? What stunts better? The head-on collision, you know, just a little while ago, or the final chase scene here? Yeah. What do you think? Um, lately, I haven't been into, like, as drawn-out sequences. Um, I liked the, the car crash just because I liked all of these characters. They've been built up so much, and then, like, we just instantly simultaneously massacred them all nice so i i, I kind of like the novelty of like you know i got to fall in love with jungle julia and then you know he gets to take her from me and we only you know that that, that scene is over in like a minute yeah. you know by the time the actual crash flips and then we're just like oh whatever it's resolved move on to the next thing yeah um but i also just think car crashes like that are so cool like anything that's just like a big you know head-to-head kind of thing that'd be cool if I was a stop man, I would want to be in a head-on collision <laughs> and survive, you know. Yeah. Well, there's no people in those cars when they did that. Yeah. It's all remotely what? done, but yeah. Yeah. And what I read, too, was that they had, like, a pain in the ass of trying to make them, like, move around realistically and stuff after they'd done it. Yeah, because yeah, so, they had to make all God. those dummies and, yeah. I mean. um, but yeah, overall, I'd, I'd say I like the crash more so just because it was hot and sweet and fast and I was upset. Yeah. I like the chase because it's probably, like, the best. I mean, well, this is probably the movie with, despite all the dialogue, this is probably the movie with the best, like, car stuff, you know, that I've seen. Yeah. It's, I mean, you know, it's not every day you see a real head-on collision. Um, I don't know that that's been... I mean, off the top of my head, I don't... I can't think of a movie that that's actually been done. Yeah, it's like real probably cheaper cars. to just CG two yeah. cars hitting each other because then it the take is you only do one. Or they just speed up two cars kind of rolling ten miles an hour at each other. Yeah. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> Clunk. <laughs> they both slow down to like three before they hit each other. Um. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I like the last one, I li- and I like how they, just the drawn-out chase, and then the way they come down off of that higher road, mm-hmm. and they, you know, swipe the back of his car, and he flips, and all that shit, I, I think that's cool as fuck. Yeah, good setup. But, uh, I mean, it, it definitely was effective in stressing me out. <laughs> yeah. Because things like that, just when I know, like, someone's in imminent danger, you know, even when Zoe had the straps, you know, I was like, okay, like kind of freaky but she'll be fine you know she's kind of anchored in and then once it was just her like gripping onto parts of the car it's getting a little sweaty there i was like oh my god well i mean the cool that's yeah so that's the other cool thing there i should have talked about all the stunts when we started into that earlier but i i just moved on in the plot you're good because i suck but uh so basically yeah zoe bell is a real stunt woman and she did all that anytime you see her on the hood of the car like that is zoe on the hood of the car you know, hanging on for dear life. It, it, now, she was uh, what Tarantino said in that. Because they don't talk about this in the special features, but what they do talk about uh, on that Rogan interview is that um, she had, like, a cord, like, around her belt that was, you know, run into the car, and there's a stuntman in the back... Or, stuntman in the back seat. <laughs> like, a, a crew guy in the back seat, and he's giving her more slack or taking some away, like, you know, which, you know, whatever the situation yeah. calls for. But enough to keep her attached to the hood of that yeah. vehicle. <laughs> and, uh, so, you know, he's basically saying, 
you know, it helps her if, you know, she were to lose her grip or whatever. But it's also fucks her if the car rolls over because then it's just going to kill her. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's not going to fly off the car. She's going to be attached yeah. to this rolling over car. So, but very cool that she was actually yeah. on the hood doing that. Yeah, props to yeah. her. I couldn't imagine. Yeah. And that's why he couldn't be in a relationship with Zoe Bell. <laughs> she is too damn cool and too fearless for me. Um, you know, a couple continuity things in the middle of this one. Not, I'm not continuity, just reasons why the chase didn't have to keep going. <laughs> for example, so they get kind of like run off the road at one point and they kind of like are turn, doing this turnaround and they're going pretty slow and Zoe's still... Yeah. On the hood of the car. It's like, you could have just stopped. Yeah. I mean, let her know, out real quick. adrenaline fear running through you. I'm sure escape was the only thing on the mind. But it's like, yeah, if I was Zoe, like, even as the car was not moving too fast, I would have shimmied through the window or something. Like, yeah. You weren't in it that high down. risk. Okay, stop, 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 stop. <laughs> like, if that was me on the hood of that car, it's like, okay, just stop, just stop. Right. <laughs> like, no, wait. No, 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 you wait. You wait. <laughs> yeah. It's like, fine, you get out here. I'll drive. <laughs> yeah, I don't care. As long as it's not me. Um, so, you know, it seems like she could have jumped off the hood real quick and got in the car and they could run away or attack him or whatever the fuck they want to do. Uh, also, there's a part where he gets run off the road and you think that'd be a good time for them to just kind of slow it down. And, you know, and you, we were talking about right before, you know, it seems like, you know, they could have like slammed on the brakes and he flies past, but... I think, you know, if Zoe's... I think Zoe just kind of flies off. Yeah. Too much that's the case. inertia there. Um, but I feel like if you kind of subtly are like, you know, he's doing this shit and you just kind of like start letting off the gas. Like you don't have to slam just, on it just to get that. Because with how fast you guys are going, your brakes are going to, you know, take right. you down from like 80 to 50 real quick. But I'm not even saying hit the brake. I'm just saying like just, just no gas. Yeah. You know, just kind of let it... Just slow down, but and then he's gonna be like, "Hey, what are we?" And you know, then he's gonna be down at twenty, and then, then yeah. the chase is at ten, and then Zoe just gets out. She just hops off because because she's a badass, and like you know, after the crash happens, and they go, "Oh my God, Zoe, you're alive!" You know, and then <laughs> just, she goes and grabs it. She's like, "Okay." <laughs> oh man, that was like the cutest thing too. She just like hopped up and like yeah. her hair flies up and everything. She's like, yeah. "I'm okay." Yeah. And, you know, she grabs a fucking metal pipe and then, you know, they pull around. She fucking hops in the car and, of course, she doesn't get all the way in. She's yeah. hanging out the side of the car. Well, yeah, I think she even still had, like, one leg hanging out. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, here right. we go again. You're just, you're just doing the same thing. They're just going to reuse the leg from the first act. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, just there's a couple opportunities to let her off. And then there's the near... We talked about the near miss. Where is it? Or no, no, no. There's the near miss. Right, where um, Stuntman Mike's chasing him down the road still. Mm. And then there's an oncoming big van coming. And so he's like, watch out! <laughs> Which I just think is ridiculous. Because if, there was a, if I was on the hood of a car and there's a man trying to kill me with his car, mm-hmm. I definitely would not give him a heads up okay. so, on that van coming. Trying to explain that. Her brain went into work mode. That guy's also a stunt driver. She's trying to keep him safe. I mean, that, and maybe you know, that's that's why she was still able. Like she still, yeah, you know, she was 
I think, crying at one point. Like, she was stressing out. But... She's like, I'm sorry I called you a black bitch! <laughs> but, you know, maybe that was just work brain kicking in, and she's like, watch out! Like, yeah. obviously the scene has to go on, but I don't want you to crash. Yeah. So maybe it was something like that, but... Hopefully someone's filming this! Watch out! Um, I'm just saying I would not have said it. Because I'm not a stunt woman. Um, yeah. So, near miss. Uh, and apparently this car wasn't quite as death-proofed as his previous car was. Yeah. I mean, it costs money. You gotta think. You know, maybe he hadn't gotten it death-proofed. He'd just gotten it, you know. Maybe he'd bought, like, another car. I forget. Did it have the same license plate? I don't know. I, I remember I really saw it. Because I know on the, the girls one, they had, like, the, like, whatever company they work for. It was, like, Brand X or something. Mm. Um, on the girls' car, but I can't remember if uh, we actually saw his license plate or not. Mm. Yeah. Um, so, not that it would have mattered. But. Right. So there's... <laughs> so, yeah. Chasing down the road. Lots of opportunities. Zoe flies off the hood of the car. Stuntman Mike kind of wipes out. Gets out of the car, starts laughing, and he's like, hey, that was fun. Yeah. And then he starts to drive. He's about to get in the car. Kim pulls out her gun, shoots him in the shoulder. Ah! You know, he starts shooting. At least he hit her. Hit him once. She hit him Yeah. once. And, of course, it was the first shot, too. The first shot, and the rest of the shots can't Don't aim for shit. shit. And uh, he gets in the car, takes off. And then, you know, there's a moment here. He stops. He's, he's he's turned into a blubber and bitch. God, he's such a pussy all of a sudden. And he's like, why? Oh, God! Oh, God! Why? Like, he wouldn't, like, he wouldn't have thought, like, he'd gotten shot in the arm. He would have thought, like, his, like, his whole, like, intestines were hanging out and he had minutes to live. Or maybe he got his, maybe he got castrated like the dudes in the next movie. Um, what was up with that dude? No, no. Planetary. We're doing seven podcasts. Um, so he, uh, so he's crying. He pulls out a, a bottle of whiskey from his from his glove compartment, um, and he's like, "Do it, just do it." <laughs> he pours it on himself more. Just, uh, just wailing. He was the biggest pussy. Yeah, and um, yeah. So then, meanwhile, uh, you know the girls they're sitting there crying in the car. Oh God, Zoe's dead. She pops up as we said. Okay. Fucking love and, it. You know, she's like, oh, "Of course, Zoe, the fucking cat." Gets in the car, they go, they but go like, get him. But, like, the mind uh, set change right there, where she's like, oh, she's fine. You want to go kill him? Yeah, she goes, Zoe <laughs> uh, comes up to the car, he's like, you want to go get him? Oh, hell yeah. Just went, you know, complete 180. But I, I love that dynamic, is that, like, as soon as somebody got the upper hand, like, it was like, all right, we got to eliminate this dude. Let's go. Let's go yeah. fuck him up. And then, you know, he, he was now the one being pursued. Yeah. Love that that role got swapped. Yes. And, yeah, because, I mean, obviously he's a big asshole, so. Yeah. You're kind of like, all right, so you right. Um, and then, so, yeah, first they, did, they just rear in the fuck out of him. <laughs> he just, just, every rear. time he gets hit, though, too, he's just like, ah! Like, he <laughs> just, no! But I love when he gets rear-ended when they find him, because, He's taking a drink, and then all of a sudden, he sees it in the rear view mirror, and he's like, <laughs> just boom! Hit the shit out of him. Um, 
And so then, yeah, Chase begins again. She, by the way, Zoe just like reaches in, just fucking <laughs> whacks the fuck out of what that pipe or whatever the hell she found. Yeah. Good times. She was a tough bitch. I'm surprised he even like was conscious after that. I feel like he would have just been like slumped. Yeah. But yeah, beat the shit out of him. It's great. Um, yeah, I just said Kurt Russell does real good with the whiskey in the wound. Um, and then, you know, we go through a big thing of, you know, they keep hitting them, keep hitting them, they won't relent, and, uh, you know, at one point he's like, I'm sorry, I was just messing around, like, oh, you were just messing around, he was just messing around, (laughs) laughing at him and shit. And, uh, you know, he kind of loses them at one point. You know, they have to take this high road. And they're like, please don't do it. Please don't do it. Yeah. And then, uh, they course, set that up so good, too, because you couldn't even really see, like, that far ahead to yeah. see, like, if there was going to be oncoming traffic even or anything yeah. like that. So I was like, oh, shit. Like, and they well, all... it'd be so awful to make it that far. And then they, and then died, they died in a completely separate... Unrelated to him. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, you know, high road meets the low road. You know, they cut, I mean, time it perfectly, hit his tail end, he flips over, you know, and he's, he's, you know, he's blubbering like a bitch once yeah, more. he's like half hanging out of the fucking car. He's like, careful, careful, my arm. Yeah. It's like, fuck your arm, bro. Yeah, I know. And then they just beat the living shit out of him. Yeah. Almost and, like the comedic cuts of, you know, punch, sound effects, camera change, punch, sound effect, camera yeah. change, just... And then I love that the, the credits kind of start, and then it comes back, and Rosario Dawson, or Abernathy, she takes her heel and just, boom, like, way up high with her leg. Yeah. Just really crushes his fucking face, which is which is fun. Um, legally, I don't know how all that works out. Um, I mean, if I were them, I wouldn't have reported anything and probably just left. Yeah, that guy's probably trying to live off the grid anyway, and then they just find... Yeah. Of course, I'm just saying they're going to find... They might find hairs or, you know, their blood or something going on there. I don't know. Just saying. Yeah. Legally, I don't know that they're... They get out. They're clean or anything. I, I don't yeah. think they're completely in the clear, but... And then, again, I just would have liked to see them returning to the Challenger, too. Yeah, that definitely should have been, like... A, even if it was just, like, a quick deleted scene or something. Yeah, that's what I was kind of hoping for. Like, cause, cause the way I pictured it in my anything. head was, like, they come back, and they're like, all right, Lee, let's get out of here. And, like, Jasper just doesn't say anything. He just looks at the car, and then they just get in their car and leave. And it's just, like, a really awkward scene of, like, we're not going to explain it. And Lee's we're chained to go. a radiator in the basement. <laughs> just tears. Which oh. is not funny. Poorly. Poorly. <laughs> okay. What would you rate the first movie? I enjoyed it a lot. But I wouldn't rate it very high. No, that's um, definitely my lowest rated of the Tarantino movies. Because as anyone that listens or watches this knows, I fucking love Tarantino movies. But it's on the bottom of my Tarantino list. Yeah, um, would still definitely like watch it again with people just to kind of get the reaction, talk with it. So I think I'd yeah. still put it around like a six. Yeah. Um, you know, I still like a lot of parts of it, but I think as a whole watch through, it's not something I'd probably watch on my own again. It's something I'd want other people to kind of get feedback on, do kind of like back-to-back dialogue yeah i want to watch there's a part of this movie that i want to watch it's the uh it's kurt russell you know you're okay in my book and uh just the the crashes i can just get the quick clips of the you know the big crash parts yeah um 
That'd be good for me. Yeah. Grand scheme of thing, you could cut this movie down to like 45 minutes. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> you really could, yeah. You cut out a lot of dialogue and just go, this guy wants to kill these girls. Okay. Yeah, yeah we just freeze frame, do some quick voiceovers, and then move on to important scenes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I hate to... Uh, I'm going to go seven because I'd watch it again, but... Uh, I'm not. I'm not giving a Tarantino a D. You know what I mean. I'm not giving a Tarantino movie a D. Sure. I mean, we're we're going off of personal enjoyment. It's a C minus. Yeah. Because it's still fun. Parts of it, anyway. I may fast forward through the whole talking <laughs> in the Texas Chili Parlor, parlor and all that <laughs> shit. The explanation of the lap dance. Yeah. But you know what's weird is the the more I watch heavy dialogue movies like this. Uh, I feel like I'm more into them, like, the second, third, fourth time I watch them. Sure. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I know what's coming and I'm not just going, like, what? With certain movies, I feel like when you know what's coming, it almost makes it better. Yeah. Unless it's some kind of movie with a, you know, big plot twist at the end. Because you're never going to get, you know, the same feeling of the first time you figure out the twist and you're bewildered. You know, oh, man. Yeah. Um, but... Well, I mean, for me, you know, plot twist, or at least that level of it, was, you know, when they got in the car, because, like, the whole time I'm waiting to see, like, when, like, conflict starts, and then, you know, once they finally get in the car, I'm just like, oh, shit, here we go. Yeah. But, you know, at that point, it was just, you know, almost an hour of me just like, all right, like, am I missing things or stuff yeah. building in the background? Like, obviously, we have our characters set, like, you, you, like sometimes, Sometimes when you watch a movie, you go... Like, you kind of like go back to the case, and you're like, is this the right... I mean, yeah, I mean, it says death. It's, it's a it's horror just, movie, isn't it? Like, these... Or a slasher movie. Oh, is this a horror movie? Horror <laughs> movie, that's right. There was a lap dance. <laughs> it's all coming together. It's all coming together. Yeah. Alright, so that's uh, that's Death Proof. Uh, be right back with Planet Terror. But if this is your where you check out... Subscribe to Content Crisis on our YouTube channel, uh, contentcrisishotlineyahoo.com is our email. You can tell us we're stupid, whatever you want to tell us. Uh, Content Crisis one on Twitter. Subscribe to Pod on Spotify, Apple, whatever. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Goodbye.